Welcome to the Villain Was Right, the podcast where we look at movies and TV from the villain's perspective and dare to ask, were they really all that bad? I'm your host, Craig Faye. And I'm your host, Rebecca Reeds. And this week on the podcast, we are talking about the the, the one of the first MCU movies they ever released. Uh, number two, The Incredible Hulk, everybody. Hulk smash. Hulk smash. Yeah. <laughs> uh, with Edward Norton, which is so weird now. It is so weird now. <laughs> I have such a conflict watching it now. He's really not that character to me. No, he's not. He, and he wasn't bad at no, it. No, no, no. It wasn't like a terrible performance or anything. It's just like I'm so far gone mentally from this moment in cinema time. Yeah, exactly. It's like it's, uh, uh, oh, what's his face? I, I, oh, shit. This is a way to start the episode, Craig. <laughs> Who plays the Hulk now? Uh, uh, Mark, uh, Mark Ruffalo. Yeah. Thank you. There we go. Uh, this is why you Team gotta write him effort. down. <laughs> this we is why that. you gotta write it down. Yeah, it's uh, super, super weird to see Edward Norton. But like I said, it was. What did you think of it rewatching this movie? I okay. assume you saw it. Uh, I had seen it before. Uh, yeah. I had forgotten seeing it. Uh, mostly because I really, and this is going to sound like a terrible reason to dislike a movie. I do not like Clint Tyler at all. Oh no. <laughs> I don't like, and it kind of, <laughs> she's one of those people for me where it always pulls me out a bit. Really? Yeah. I just okay. don't, uh, I don't know. I don't no, know. That's fair. That's fair. She's not for you. She's not she, for you. Yeah. She's just not for me. Uh, she always got that same look on her face. She like lost, deer in the headlights. Yeah, lost dough. I think it works fine for this. Uh, I don't know. Movie, but I also think you just throw her dad in the ocean. You know what I mean? I just don't like her. <laughs> <laughs> fair enough no and i this is like the probably the first time revisiting it since it came out in like 2008 because it's not one of those like marvel movies you're like i need to revisit this you know ah the nostalgia uh mm. but like it's pretty decent like it's not it's by no means the worst marvel movie out there oh definitely not yeah it's fun Although i couldn't think of what that is right now Eternals. but <laughs> Uh, in oh, my man. Oh, I anyway. still don't know if I was just in a bad mood. No, <laughs> like, you were not. I, you were not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and like some of the CGI, weirdly enough, looks a little janky now. You're like, oh, they've gotten better at doing the Hulk. For sure. And I, okay, and tell me if I felt this wrong, but I kind of felt like they held off putting a full visual of the Hulk for so long Very because smart. it was probably so expensive. Like it was... Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. There was like the whole first scene in the factory or whatever where you kind of only see him in shadows. And then like even the next scene, you kind of only see him in shadows yes. the next time you see him. The first time you actually see him is like 50 minutes into the movie. Yeah. And the big fight on yeah. the school campus or whatever. Yeah. Which is a great fight. It's I would say. Fight. I yeah. really like that scene. I think that's a great scene. There's a lot of heavy artillery happening. There's a lot of big moves going on. But it did feel like they kind of held off as long as they could Which on Which I think is smart because if you remember 2003's Hulk, um, the Hulk looked terrible in that. I do not and remember they had that. A, they had him out in like the desert in like bright uh, sunlight. Like, you know, like no, yeah. no shadows, no nothing, like clear as day. And you're like, oh, the CG just is not there for this. So I think they very intelligently were like little bits, little bits. We'll use, we'll show them when we need to. Other than that, I we'll think my brain of, erased that movie. <laughs> yeah, and I didn't even hate that movie at all. But uh, but it does bring up. I, I will mention this, and then we'll we'll talk about. Uh, if you haven't seen the movie, we'll explain the plot. But my one, I do like the Hulk as a character. I like Bruce Banner as a character. Of course you do. Of course I do. <laughs> you every but, time I see Bruce Banner, I'm like, this is great. Yeah, exactly. It's great. <laughs> well, that's gonna be slightly insulting later, but fair oh, enough. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. When I call him an idiot. Uh, <laughs> sorry, sorry, but, sorry. 
Sorry. But no, no, no. I think, uh, but you're right. Uh, <laughs> but I think like, I, I will say one of the biggest problems I have with the Hulk is he's inherently a broken character to be his own movie. So to be the lead, like he's a great supporting character, but the problem is, is in an action movie, you want the action to further the plot, right? For it to matter. But the fact is that the action scenes are all the Hulk and the plot driven scenes are all Bruce Banner. And when one is around, the other can't be. So every action scene that you have in the movie is basically the plot coming to a halt because Hulk is incapable of kind of going after what he wants or moving the plot forward. Oh, that's really interesting. I yeah. like that, yeah. So, like, he's great as a secondary character mm -hmm. in, like, Thor movies or, like, Avengers or whatever. But, like, he on also, his own standalone film, it makes it a little difficult. Like, I would say he also arguably has more control in those movies. He does. Yeah, yeah. like, it's yeah. almost like a fusion, and you kind of get a little more plot control from that character. Yes. Yeah, exactly. And when the Hulk shows up, other characters can still be like, uh oh, that's a complication, mm -hmm. but we're still trying to achieve what we're trying to achieve. Yeah. Um, but yeah, guys, that's a lot of really deep Hulk thoughts right mm -hmm. off the top. So, uh, but if you have not seen The Incredible Hulk, uh, here's basically what happens we start with a montage, uh, which re basically recaps how Bruce Banner, bombarded by gamma rays, uh, goes crazy, turns into the Hulk. And um, he's uh, since been on the run from the uh, uh, General Ross um, and the U.S. military. So we catch up with him in, uh, he's been on the lam for months. We catch up with him in Brazil where he's working in like a bottling plant. And he's corresponding with his other scientists over like encrypted internet, Mr. Blue, who's like trying to solve his hulking out problem. Um, we are told that it's been basically hundred and what is it? Some odd days since his last, it turns out to be about five months since his last episode. Um, uh, at this point, at a certain point he gets cut in the bottling factory and his blood drips into one of the bottles. And then, uh, uh, uh what's his face? <laughs> uh, oh, I am terrible. Stanley? with Stanley. Oh, yeah. I was, I like, was okay. like, Whoa, oh, man, <laughs> just, you might have to do all the names. Ooh, all right. I'm going to do uh, it. Stan Lee <laughs> drinks it. And like, yeah. I don't know if he dies or becomes a Hulk or whatnot, but anyway, they find out that he's in Brazil. The U S military goes after him. They chase him down. Uh, he manages not to Hulk out there. No, he does. He yeah, ends up hulking out yeah. at the end. Mm -hmm. Um, and runs away from Brazil to Guatemala, which is one hell of a blackout, is what I was saying. <laughs> um, figures out that like his friend, his other scientists can help him, but they need data from the original accident. So he goes back to the United States and he breaks into the university and he tries to get the uh, tries to get the information. And there he runs into his oh his old fling Betty Ross, also who happens to be the daughter of General Ross, who's trying to capture him. Dun 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 dun. And they were madly in love. And she he's like trying to avoid her because like oh she's moved on. She's with a new guy. She sees him once, drops her entire life, goes and like helps him out, invites him over. They can't have sex uh, because <laughs> he can't get his pulse up too high. Um, they, uh, they then decide to like uh, go find this other scientist who says he can help them. The U.S. military shows up. There's a big fight on the campus of the university. Hulk smashed. He destroys a whole bunch of things. Uh, he, Hulk saves uh, Betty from like a weapon that goes like haywire, and like they're shooting at him, and he gets in the way and protects her and runs off to the woods and like screams at lightning. Uh, <laughs> and then he, he, she calms him down and he's back to like being Bruce Banner. And then, 
um, they go and they discover like, yeah, this scientist can help them. And they kind of work with uh, him to like suppress the thing. And they don't know if it's temporary or like permanent. But then uh, the whole time there's this other guy, uh, Blonsky, who's uh, Tim Roth, who's trying to like fight the Hulk and capture him. And he's also taking the Hulk juice uh, and he's becoming like stronger and stronger and he gets like a fucking addicted to it. So he's uh, at the end of the movie, he's like, give it all to me uh, from the guy who's helping out the Hulk. And uh, then he turns into the abomination. Uh, this, basically the Hulk with gills. And uh, they have a big fight at the end uh, on uh, Young Street in Toronto. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Outside Zanzibar Strip Club. I did, any really? Tr- yes. Yo, you didn't notice I that? Didn't, no, I oh, didn't do that. Oh, it's so up. obviously Young Street. Uh, anyway, okay. <laughs> the university's U of T. It's, this is a very Toronto movie. Uh, I'm glad yeah. I never noticed that. Because I, I, every time I've noticed that, then I spend the rest of the movie looking for shit. Yeah, yeah. And that's distracting. So I'm actually really glad my brain just went, nope, <laughs> nothing's happening in the background. I was so distracted. I paused it and like went on Google Maps Street View and uh, went into U, went into yes. U of T. And I was like, that's the, that's the, that, that's this. This is that hall. Uh, yeah. Anyway. Uh, that's that's the, exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really took me out of the 10-year-old movie that I've seen before. Uh, <laughs> Uh, so I guess, uh, yeah, that's the movie. But who do you think the villains are? So we've got, I, well, I think one of the big villains here, obviously, is uh, Abomination. Yeah, Blonsky, Tim Roth. Yeah, yes, yeah. absolutely. That's got to be, I would argue, maybe the biggest one, just because he is like a visual, physical representation of force being fought against our hero. Yes. Yeah, right? uh, they are absolutely against each other. And, of course, General Roth who is hunting down Bruce Banner. Um, And I think both of these guys are super defensible. (laughs) I think I can poke holes in some of it, but yeah, like I think, I think there's definitely arguments to be made here (laughs) for sure. I'm big. I'm going to be honest with you. My, uh, my team flag might surprise you. I am definitely team abomination for sure. Okay. That, uh, no question. I have a little, I find general Ross a little muddier. I'm kind of like, meh, some of these decisions I might not make abomination. I'm like, Oh yeah, buddy. Yeah. Okay. This, this all cues up. This all makes sense to me. First of all. Okay. He gets exper. He's, he's experimented on. He basically volunteers himself for an experiment because he knows that they're up against a force that can't be fought. Right. We, we don't have the guns for it. We don't have the men for it. He's seen it firsthand. We need to do something. He volunteers as tribute. Brilliant. Love it. Good for you. Thank you for your service. Right. (laughs) This guy then gets roided out. Okay. His personality fundamentally shifts. I think we can make the argument there easily. Okay. Fundamentally shifts. Okay. This guy has been jacked up with whatever hormone, whatever's happening here. He's gotten too much. They went too hard. Okay. This is not this man's fault. He is just like, I'm here to help. He gets all jacked up. And then, of course, he wants more. Yeah. Of course, he wants more. Of course. You probably feel like you're going to die. You know what I mean? If you get that enraged, you get in that kind of mindset. Yeah. Yeah, he's uh, roid raging for sure. I sort of viewed Vonsky as uh, a metaphor for Oxycontin addiction. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> well, because think about it, right? Like, he's at, at the start of the movie, he's kind of like, they kind of portray him as this, like, he's a tough guy, but he's old. 
Mm. Like he's he's been in it too long. He's kind of aging out of this like special forces sort of thing. And so what does he do? He goes and gets treatment to make himself younger and fitter or whatever that allows him to keep doing his job. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Not his fault. Doctor prescribes it. There we go. At a certain point, that gets him kicked into a tree and put in traction. Mm-hmm. Every single bone in his body is broken. So they give him more. Mm-hmm. And then he's just addicted after that. As you said, like he's addicted to it. He's fundamentally changed. That's an Oxycontin addiction, everybody. He had an accident. He needed to fix himself. The doctors didn't tell him that, like, by the way, this could be like a real habit forming. And by the end, he's transformed himself into like a monster. But that's not him, you know? Oh, man. <laughs> I feel like uh, steroids has a little more whimsy to oh, it. Yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, were we going for whimsy? Yeah, oh shit! Oh, oh no! <laughs> I think I think the adjective most often used to describe the villain was right is whimsy. Yes, I. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Um, I do want to... Okay. Too far, <laughs> Too far. Right. I do want to touch on a, a couple of moments where I think, like, um, I think... And I'm just going to keep calling him the abomination no matter where, yeah, yeah, what character right. yeah, yeah, he's yeah, in yeah, yeah. because I think that's a lot of fun and I think that's what it is, right? Um, he has this really great moment. I, I honestly... It was probably my favorite part of the movie because mm. I was like, thank God somebody did this and said this because it happens so often in movies where they're just like, we're just not going to talk about it. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just like the whole team needs to know the information. They have this really great little scene where it's, uh, it's abomination when he's, you know, pre-abominable and <laughs> <laughs> the abominable Tim Rock. <laughs> And, and General Ross and they're walking through a hallway and this is after he's already seen the Hulk like you know in glimpses yes, he yes, just knows it. like he's like something was up there the, that the wasn't force. that wasn't the guy you sent us to get this is and this is um, after they kind of have that little post uh, scene where they're, he's like you what's going on like you need to tell me and he's like no I'm not gonna tell you and I'm like if they leave it there I swear to Christ <laughs> like I'm, I'm swearing in my own home right and then they have this great little scene in the hallway where I'm like okay both of these characters have will are doing the correct thing, which is Tim Roth is saying, hey, you need to tell me this. You need to tell the whole team. OK, this force is too strong. We need to know what we're walking into or we're going to lose. You need to prepare everybody. We're not prepared for this. Your your answer last time was not correct. No. And then, and then he does give him the, he goes, okay. <laughs> Fair point. Fair point. <laughs> you know, you said it great. I, I'm going to, I'm digesting. I'm digesting. That's a yes for me. That's yeah. a yes now. And I was just so happy because I know it's a nothing scene. <laughs> okay? right. Nothing happens in it except for the exchange of information. But that happens so little in it movies. Yeah. And they use it as such a plot point to be like, oh, this is like so much of the action and mayhem normally comes from just two people not talking to each other. And I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I was thinking about you during that scene because oh. I was like, I know how much Rebecca hates the just tell everybody the plan. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I was so honestly thrilled. Yeah. Thrilled for that. <laughs> and I was like, Bo- I'm watching both of our villains be absolutely correct in this scene. <laughs> this is a perfect scene. Yeah, and, and even to the point where like, I sort of understand Ross's idea on the initial tactic when they're going to go get him in, uh, in Brazil, mm-hmm. right? Where it's just like, if... 
we're sending these guys in. They've got the drop on him. They're going to be able to tranquilize Bruce Banner. Hulk isn't even ever going to enter into it. I think that's a calculated move. I think it's wrong. Obviously, he failed miserably. But, like, given that information and given the feedback from his team, Mm -hmm. he changes course, which I like. Yes. Um, I do think, I will say, I don't think they change tactics quite extreme enough in this. Oh, no. But at least we had the conversation. (laughs) (laughs) Because the lesson that nobody seems to learn about the Hulk Mm. is that the more you shoot at him and the more you try and blow him up or punch him or whatever, the angrier he gets. And I think the bigger and more powerful he gets. Yes. (laughs) So why, like, more guns is always the solution? Like, Mm -hmm. when they kind of brought out the sound cannons, I was like, okay, I know this isn't going to work because we're, like, still have 40 minutes left in the movie, but (laughs) um, at least you're trying something different. Yes. Okay, if if I've never seen a nail before... And I'm like, I need to get this thing into the wall. And I start using my hand and I'm like, ouchie, doesn't hurt. <laughs> it does hurt. I got to do something else here. And then I grab a book. And then I grab, you know what I mean? Like, you got to keep up. Then I grab yeah. a rock. Then I grab a hammer. Like, it's like, wh- why are we still, honestly, if I was a soldier, I shot one bullet at that guy. I was like, these aren't going to work. bounced off of dropping my gun. <laughs> it's slowing me down. Okay? These are not going to work no, on that. No, 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 no. Oh, no. Yeah, <laughs> like I would love to see like those big trucks with like the big speakers just roll in there and just play some classical music. You know what I mean? Just be like, oh yeah, or some like, <laughs> <laughs> or like a Headspace, uh, mm-hmm. at, you know, the Headspace uh, meditation app. Oh, just my that God. guy being like, and when we're calm, we're all one. <laughs> There's just somebody on his back trying to get a VR visor on. I'm just get the headset on him. Get the headset on him. In, two, three, four, out, two, three, four. Hulk not smash. Hulk serene. Hulk in his happy place. Like, like I I know it's a, a long shot, but the guns aren't working. Oh, yeah, 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 yes. Yes, you have to try, absolutely try something different. I'd be trying everything. I'd douse them with water. <laughs> be like, what? Let's see. Let's just try some shit, you know? Just meet with a water bottle <laughs> of water I, I collected from yeah, a church. Like a, just like back. a, just a cat where you just like, Yes. We, I was talking to my producer Andrew on the weekend, our producer Andrew, and he mentioned that like um, if you get wet socks, it completely mm-hmm. ruins his day, which I am fully for. And now, I, now I'm picturing just like getting his socks wet. <laughs> the gut or his, his, his little uh, purple jeans and be like, guys, this is my only pair. And he just like gets all sad. Oh, yeah. Uh, they do a little throwaway joke where she gets some huge I d- They keep shorts. doing the joke. Yeah. yeah, they keep doing that joke where it's like, put them in the purple pants. Yeah. Oh, my God. Can we talk about how much I don't like Betty Ross? <laughs> sure. <laughs> you can start. And for one, and honestly, and this is such a, I don't know, such a nothing thing. But after it, I was like, oh, I actually just don't think I can like you anymore. And it's when she shows up to the restaurant he's staying at. Yeah. And demand service. Oh, he's yeah. like, we're closed. <laughs> he's like, I only have marinara in the back. She's like, come on. <laughs> like, 
bitch, there's no one in here. <laughs> that, to be fair, that that is supposed to be like a family friend. I don't give a shit. Yeah, no, I know. It's still, <laughs> still it's worse kind of if you're a friend. Yes, it is. This man is 60. It's incredible. He's closing his restaurant. It's still, he's still working on his feet. This man's just worked a 12. Like, let him chill. Yeah. I understand showing up and being like, hey, do you mind if I make myself a drink? I will leave money in the till family friend. Sure. Yeah. Demanding service. Ridiculous. Uh, well, and I, my argument for most of this movie and for General Ross, so I'll highlight it here, but it really does center around the fact that Betty Ross does not make very good decisions. Love it. So here's my pitch for General Ross, that he is a loving father maybe slightly overprotective, who is trying to get his daughter out of a very abusive relationship that she insists on keep going back to, and he is willing to do whatever it takes to get her out of that relationship, even if it means that she hates him for the rest of his life. Oh, that, wow. <laughs> Chilling stuff. Craig, you're bringing some really... I just, I had feelings about this movie. You we were watching it. had feelings. Yeah. My no, because uh, first of all, uh, <laughs> textbook, um, textbook abusive relationship behavior, right? Where it's the montage at the beginning is literally Bruce Banner putting his girlfriend in the hospital. Yeah. Um, her father seeing it. Mm-hmm. And then being like, no. And any excuse you can give for Bruce Banner in this movie falls apart the second you you think about it even a little bit. Because all of his arguments are like, no, that's not him. He's not dangerous. He's not violent. He just gets that way when he's angry. Oh. <laughs> Or oh, he's, I, he's, I don't know if I hate it or if I love it. <laughs> oh, man. He's he's a really smart guy. He just loses his temper sometimes. No, you don't understand. Like, any excuse is just, like, making, making excuses for what is honestly terrible behavior. He is, like... Uh, he's like this this middle-aged white guy with a huge anger issue that puts his girlfriend in the hospital. But he's a good guy, really, at heart. You just need to get to know him. Jesus. Right? <laughs> Jesus Christ. And she keeps going back to him. Uh-huh. Oh, right? yeah. Like, like, when she sees him in the restaurant, she's moved on. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? She's got uh, Ty Burrell, Leonard. Seems like a decent guy. Yep. You know what I mean? Um, seems to like her a lot, is looking out for her well-being. She sees him in the restaurant. And one glance, and she ditches her boyfriend goes driving through the night to go find this loser who's been gone for five months just walking in the rain and then invites him back to her house and is like this is great <laughs> you know like that's that's like i need to get back with this guy yeah rebecca would you be just like clamoring to get back with a guy who just literally when confronted by your father, skipped town. Oh my God, this feels like a therapy session. <laughs> Sorry, oh. I get it too. <laughs> no, I'm just like, oh, how would I? <laughs> <laughs> oh man. And I will say also in, in General Ross's defense here as well, he says very much at the beginning when uh, Abomination asks, who is this guy that we're going after? Mm -hmm. And he says, 
He has been, he's responsible for the deaths of two scientists, yes. a military officer, an Idaho state trooper, uh, and possibly two Canadian hunters. So, like, Bruce is not in control of this at all. Oh, absolutely. No, there is a firm and very good reason to be tracking this guy down. Yes. A hundred percent. Okay, the pursuit makes total sense to me. And correct me if I'm wrong, There not there a moment where they state, like, he was so certain of his work, he volunteered himself? Oh, yes. Like, nobody put a gun to this man's head. Like, he did this. Oh, yes. <laughs> Sorry, where am I jumping oh, the gun here? <laughs> no, no. I'm so, okay, because I have a thought. Because there's, this is, Ross, General Ross says that these two things mm-hmm. in the same sentence. He's talking to Abomination. He's yeah. explaining. And he says, I think even in consecutive sentences, that one, Bruce never really knew what he was working on because I never told him. And two, he was so confident he'd had a breakthrough, he tested it on himself. Think of the insanity of those two sentences put together. Which brings me to another point I want to make is Bruce Banner is a terrible scientist in this. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Terrible. Tested on himself. Oh, my Mm. God. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I'm living. Gamma rays. They're working with gamma rays. He's like, got it. (laughs) It didn't fry up a mouse or like, and just me straight to my brain. What could possibly go wrong? Yeah, that's yeah. That, that was kind of what the, the one decision I was really hanging a lot of arguments off of, which is he, this was his, he volunteered. Yeah. He said, I want to do this. Thrashed a bunch of people skip town instead of being like, maybe you guys can help me control this. Let's do something about this currently in a facility with the best, with the best equipment possible. The people who have literally been working on this. No, no, no. I'm going to go work at a soda factory. (laughs) Oh, and by the way, before I leave this country, I am going to thrash that fucking soda factory. The only man that employed me. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to bring his business to the ground. They're ruined. (laughs) They're ruined. Shut down for months, for sure. There's no way you're coming back from that next day. No. Okay. Uh, Hundreds of people out of work. They're exporting to the U.S.? You know what the margins on that got to be? Razor thin. This man kept being like, let me put you on the Payroll. They couldn't afford to get a new uh, electric controller yeah, for yeah, the yeah. conveyor belt. Yeah, no, yeah. No, no, no. He destroyed that man. A major business in that, that city. That hot woman that he defended at the beginning yeah. out of a job. Out of work. Out of a job. Uh, the guy he threw through the bottling plant like paralyzed for yes. sure. Uh, absolutely destroyed these people. Mm-hmm. Um, it yes. <laughs> Brazil took. They could not. Yeah. They took a hit. Yeah, and that, that's the thing is like you also have to. You know, a lot of the movie is is him trying to, like, control it or whatever. But, like, you have to take responsibility for the fact that if you lose control, you're in the middle of a populated area. Mm-hmm. Which I think they do get um, Hulk to understand in later Avengers movies. Yes. And he's like, I don't think I should go to New York. Like, there's <laughs> uh, <laughs> the other thing about Bruce Banner okay. and the research. So, didn't know what he was working on. His whole thing about running away and not getting that help that you're suggesting, right, is he reveals to Betty, it's like, you don't understand, General Ross told me that they want to take this out of me and they want to use it as a weapon. And I can't let them use it as a weapon. And I go, okay, slow down. (laughs) You were a scientist working on gamma radiation and your boss, your direct superior, who was there witnessing experiments, 
was a general in the U.S. Army. (laughs) 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 And it did not occur to your astute scientific brain Mm -hmm. that maybe this general, who is also essentially your (laughs) father-in-law, is maybe getting you to work on a weapon? That's so fucking funny. Yeah, no, I didn't even... (laughs) Like, unless... if. If it has general in, like, unless yes. it's postmaster general, <laughs> if your boss is the postmaster general, maybe not a weapon. Yeah. Any other general, <laughs> surgeon general, fine, maybe not a weapon. Any other general, mm-hmm. <laughs> you're working on a weapon. Yeah. <laughs> this guy's been working at McDonald's going, wait, we've been killing cows this whole time? What the hell is happening here? I just found out what beef is. It's crazy. You are so right. Wow. I didn't even grab onto that one. You were, yeah. I'm just picturing him with like Sharpie marker on two palms. On his yeah. left side, it says U.S. Army. And on the right side, it says bad. <laughs> And he's like, I wonder if these two things are related. Uh, <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. No, that's a... Yes. Bruce Banner. And I will say, the poster child for toxic masculinity. Mm-hmm. Not only is his blood literally toxic, <laughs> <laughs> but this is a man who's like, okay, I have anger issues. When my pulse gets too high, when I get too excited, I can freak out and murder a town. So how am I going to learn to control that? Uh, Fighting. (laughs) I'm going to go to a guy and I'm going to learn how to fight and he's going to slap me a whole bunch. And that is the most bro-y fucking, (laughs) like I have anger issues so I'm going to go learn MMA. Like... Yeah, I was just like, man, I think you should also have a therapy session. This This man needs therapy so much. Yes, yes, 100%. It should be all mixed in with everything else, right? I'm not opposed to the breathing exercises. Oh, no, breathing is. But we need to, we we should pair it with something else, too. Let's stack these up, man. I think the Hulk needs a multi pronged approach. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Like some sedatives the whole time where he's like, oh. Like I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, you know, uh, 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 if I'm the Hulk, mm-hmm. I'm going to be on some small amount of sedatives all the time. Yeah. Oh, but it doesn't. It affects my ability to think. It's not me. Fuck off. You're a monster without it. Literally. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like even just like like Bruce Banner should be the biggest pothead in the world. Oh, now yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now we're talking. Absolutely, he should be. <laughs> The biggest stoner, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Hulk smash this bag of chips. Fuck yeah. Oh, yeah, that's a a Hulk I want to hang out with. Right? (laughs) Sounds awesome. Yeah, you wouldn't like me when when I'm, uh, what was I talking about? (laughs) Anyway, man. Uh, (laughs) Okay, I got to ask you, this is a little, I'm sidestepping for a second. Real question. Do you let somebody into a uh, a facility that's closed over a medium pizza? Because <laughs> that's... Because <laughs> honestly, I'm going to be honest with you, Craig, I was actually really on the fence. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, no, I would honestly believe... I believe that. Because, yeah. like, y- universities aren't, like, all super secure areas. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, like... 
a university is definitely a place where you've got some grad students working late where you've got a professor who's checking results in the lab. You know, like, yeah. there's kind of this, like, odd hours sort of thing. And, like, I'm sure food is getting delivered there all the time. Right? I was, And also, I'm kind of just of the opinion, like, it's kind of like when I would work retail and you'd see somebody steal something, you go, man. Yeah, like, yeah, you see someone steal bread? Yeah. No, you didn't. No. Uh, <laughs> I'm getting paid $9 an hour. <laughs> I'm stealing bread at the end of this shift, too. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. And that's that shit. That security guard, of course, Lou Ferrango, who yeah. was uh, the Hulk. Uh, a, and a medium pep? Yeah, like I'm probably. That's yeah? a yes. A mid-shift? Yeah, You're oh, yeah, in yeah. the overnight shift? Absolutely. Yeah, no, I, I, that was a totally believable, like, yeah. you, you know how I'm about, I was just asking myself that moral question, you know what I mean? Oh, I'm yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I, in this um, position? Yeah, I think I would. Like, yeah, can I just go up and check, because I got to take payment, I got an extra pizza, just let me go. Be like, sure. Yeah. Yeah, there's not going to be anyone there, I think everyone's gone home, but. I guess my point is, is that I can be bought. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there was no doubt about that, Rebecca, in my mind. Whoa! <laughs> Hold on now. Turn, turn the other way. And, okay, so while we're on the topic of like, would you or wouldn't you? Mm, oh, okay. Okay. Oh, this isn't as bad as that sounded. Uh, <laughs> so Bruce has the pulse watch, the beeping yes. pulse watch. Uh -huh. Is that your move? Because to me, if I'm worried about keeping my pulse down, something beeping faster and faster when my pulse gets faster and faster is only going to stress me out more. Okay. Like that's a bad, that's a feedback loop I couldn't handle. You know what I mean? Yes. I absolutely agree with that. Secondarily, I would say, um, <laughs> I would argue the watch you could buy in 2008 might not be a hundred percent accurate <laughs> as far as your physical pulse goes. Yeah, true, okay. true. My, my opinion was more like, I'm like, when did this movie come out? I don't know about this. Cause even still today, when I have one of these, I'm like, this is a guess, though. Like, it's just, you know what I mean? I don't think it's, like, super, super accurate. Yeah, so um, I don't have a smartwatch okay. that does that. Um, I d it, that's kind of magic to me. <laughs> <laughs> like, so you can't science us on this one. I, I do know that it has to do with, like, a pulsing light, mm. and they, like, put it through, like, it actually shines through your skin. Okay. And, like, it's able to pick up, like, the... Um, I think it's like as the blood like pulses through it, then yeah. it picks up like how many like because that changes the return time of the light or the mm -hmm. reflectivity like because as the vein gets bigger or smaller or whatever. Oh, it, like, okay. So it like measures that. So I think it's probably pretty accurate, but I'm going to say like it still seems like magic to me. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you said magic and then explained it really well. Uh, that right? was good. <laughs> I only know like exactly kind what it of, is. It's, that's kind of a guess, but like just the fact that you're, but the fact that it's accurate at all and not just like an implanted medical device, you know, I don't get like, it's, oh, you know, 1000%. Like, I mean, yeah. we're talking about, because this movie ends, um, we see, we actually do see uh, Tony Stark. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. We see Tony Stark at the end, which means that in this, in this current timeline, there was a man in his desert that built something for his heart, but this guy needs to go out and buy a Timex. Yeah. Like, <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> 
I mean, yeah, I, as consumer level electronics, <laughs> yeah, that seems uh, that seems legit. Yeah. I don't know. I yes, I honestly didn't even think about this until you started talking yeah. about it. But yeah, the more the more I uh, we start we talk about it, the more I'm like, no, no. <laughs> but I will say, I know that you don't care for Liv Tyler. Oh. Uh, but uh, I got to say, the biggest crime. I think she's cute, <laughs> and I think the biggest crime in this movie is that the Hulk stops Bruce Banner from having sex with <laughs> cute ass Liv Tyler. Like, oh how mad? God. How mad would you be as, as Bruce Banner? If, like, the Hulk didn't show up in Infinity War. You know what I mean? He just, like, got fucked around. with. He got one punch from Thanos and was like, I'm out. I'm not showing up. Mm. And then you could not fuck 2008 Liv Tyler because the Hulk <laughs> might show up. Like, the Hulk has ruined more sex with Liv Tyler than putting on an Aerosmith album. <laughs> I don't I know. I just feel like the entire time I'd be like, do you know you're here? Are you here, Liv? <laughs> like, are you present in the room? <laughs> 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 and I think that's where we might differ. <laughs> I like Liv Tyler just fine. Um, I think I'm she's, sorry. I'm no, sorry no, for all I th- the Liv Tyler no, fans. No, no, but I think I think that's also why she's good in this mm. because like it's kind of this doe-eyed. I'm sorry, kind of stupid because she keeps making she keeps going back to that asshole guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. She's just this person who's kind of like dumb and in love. Despite being, she's a cellular biologist herself. I'm not saying her character is dumb, mm-hmm. but like, there's, you know, there's different types of dumb, right, Rebecca? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got a couple. Yeah, uh. <laughs> there's there's people who have their shit together professionally, mm-hmm. and their personal lives are disasters. I and love vice versa. those people. <laughs> yeah. I love talking. And to that's those her. People. That's her, though. Yeah. You know. You no, know, that is true. I just. Uh, I, I don't know. She didn't feel strong. I don't know. <laughs> She's also like, I also find her a legitimately calming presence. Mm. Like the way mm-hmm. she talks is kind of wispy and like, you Oh, know, I calm. see. And this is again, why I dislike it's like the, <laughs> I'm like, she, yeah, she's just too soft for it's, it's too soft. But that's what you, but that's like a good contrast for the Hulk. I guess so. I just, <laughs> I don't like, I don't know, man. I just feel like I don't like a bitch that looks like she takes 30 minutes to eat a yogurt. You know what I mean? Like, she just. (laughs) (laughs) Time out. What? You know what I mean? Have you ever met these women? It's like they, everything they do is soft and slow. It's like very like deliberate and there's no noise around them ever. And it's like, I don't even know. It's like, like they sneeze and you think a mouse ran past you. It's just very, it's too soft. Oh, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. Yes. Yeah, because, like, you and I eat any yogurt, and we're like... <laughs> oh, oh it, it's Dude, gross. it's like, it, it, it's, it's honestly... It's the grossest thing to eat. <laughs> it is the grossest thing to eat, and they're also too fucking small. <laughs> Anything I can eat in five seconds makes me feel bad. <laughs> I eat that thing in five fucking seconds. Speaking of, just as a launch off... I'm just picturing Rebecca sitting next to Liv Tyler being like, Speed it up! <laughs> And bite, and chew, and bite, and chew, and bite, and chew. I was done five minutes ago. Come on, man. What is going on? Sorry, side, but, side. Okay, so I had this thought because I think um, I, I love I love envisioning being the like being a Hulk seems like it'd just be uh, awesome, right? <laughs> Despite us shitting on him, it is a very relatable premise. A relatable premise, and I believe a would be a fun character. Like if you were like VR the Hulk, that would oh. be amazing. You know what I mean? Just smash his shit, whatever. Okay, so I think instead of like escape rooms or those places where you go and you just like destroy things, 
What I want to pitch is a room, because I think this would be really fun. I would pay for this for sure. You go into a room where everything looks super heavy, but it's all really light. <laughs> and you just start throwing <laughs> shit around. I want that so bad. <laughs> This is a world I want to live oh, in. <laughs> and you don't even have to start there. Have like a short guy room. So like you go in. So guys who are like 5'5 five five or something, like everything's like a couple inches hey shorter. <laughs> no, you know what I mean? Like, uh, yeah. <laughs> Everyone's like, just my height. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. You yeah, just yeah. pick up like a photocopier and toss it around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just fucking one handed. You feel oh. amazing. But it looks so real and heavy. Oh, yeah. that's what I want. It just bounces off the wall, <laughs> <laughs> floats down. Oh. <laughs> that's the dream. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I kind of agree with you. I think that would be fun. Uh, yeah, just big phone. Oh, man. Anyway, it. sorry. I know that's a really. That's no. A, uh, wow, it's kind of still on top. <laughs> absolutely. Pitch your rooms. Pitch your rooms. Anytime you got a room that you want to pitch to the uh, the audience, yeah. please, I'm here for it. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's uh, the other thing is like another another point I will put up for this being like Betty making bad decisions and going mm. back to a guy, which was when they are using those sound cannons on the Hulk, like nothing else has worked. Um, I think he's already kicked Bronski into a tree at that point. I think or so. He's it's gonna like do that later. It's like real yeah. right there. And just like, by the way, just ragdolls that guy. You're like, that man's dead. Oh, absolutely, um, absolutely. But they're shooting the sound waves at him, and Betty runs up and is like, "No, you're killing him." I was like, first of all, you are absolutely not killing him." Yeah. And even if they are, that's like the uh, that's. Kind of like the girl who's like, I really like it when my boyfriend beats people up. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, because he just thrashed a bunch of people. Tanks. Yes, he he thrashed full tanks. He's, There's no way the casualties of that were zero. It, yes, 100%. Um, so that's kind of, I look at that as the metaphor of like, mm -hmm. your boyfriend started a bar fight and now he's out in the parking lot getting his ass kicked by like six police cruisers who had to show up for this thing. You know, yeah. After he already devastated a, yeah, a full and bar, and he's like taking swings at things. And you're like, no, you're hurting him. I was like, they are, but, <laughs> but you know, <laughs> you know, it's not like he was walking down the street minding his own business. Yeah. He's being drunk and belligerent and harassing people. Uh, the other thing I wrote: this is not a line in the movie, but <laughs> so many red flags. Uh, like, could, you can picture her saying this. It's like, sometimes my boyfriend, uh, he does this really cute thing where he gets really mad and throws rocks at lightning. It's like, yeah, you, you, you just don't know him. It's, it's really funny when he does it. And meanwhile, everyone else is like, that's a red flag, man. That is a huge red flag. I don't think you should be with shit. that guy. <laughs> Oh, I love it so much. I forgot. You're right. He does throw rocks. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. No, you could really just put any two things in there and it's done, right? <laughs> My boyfriend gets mad and spits at the wind. Yeah. He's furious. It's a really cute thing he does. It's so it's just so adorable. It's just this unique little thing that he does that's not a red flag at all. Oh, my god! If you gosh. knew him, you'd know it's cute. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. What do you think about um, about Mr. Blue? 
Our other scientist. I'm always here. Every time there's scientists, yeah. I always want to talk to you about it. <laughs> uh, I think he is fine. Like, clearly they were setting him up to be the villain in the Hulk 2, which never happened. Because, uh, like, he gets a thing yeah. dripped on his head and he's, like, becoming some, like, brain dude. I don't know who he's supposed to be. I think I looked it up once. Um, but, like, in terms of, like, taking... So his biggest crime, I think, is he has Bruce send him a blood sample. To be like, I think mm -hmm. I can make a cure, but I need like a blood sample. Yeah. Fair. And he kind of like replicates that sample mm -hmm. to do like more experiments on it. Right? Oh, yeah. Like a ton of them. A ton of them. But that's also. Like a, like a blade amount of blood. Yes. <laughs> like it, it looked like a vampire yeah. lived there. But like that's also, I think, what you would have to do to do any kind of science with it. Like you need lots and lots of samples to do lots and lots of tests on very like like you know you if you do one thing even if you change one little thing like let's say you make like drug a right let's mm -hmm. see if drug a works you got to test that dozens and dozens of times to make sure like it's not just a fluke and that's just for one variant you know what i mean yeah and i don't think he's wrong either for seeing the potential in this well, like he said, he says uh, at one point, which is exact. I'm like, I like that a lot. I'm more curious and cautious. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, hundred yeah, percent. Yeah, you are. I might be a little bit. You know, it's it's funner to live that way for sure. And like, honestly, most of the time when I see movies like this, um, or any type of movie where there's like a creature or something where it's like, okay, I haven't seen this before, like. I know I would be the type of person to be like, well, I, I just need a glimpse though. <laughs> like, I just yeah. don't think I could run away from it completely without just seeing with my own eyes. Like, what is this? hundred percent. I'm like totally on board for that. Curious. Yeah. yeah. And also I will point out about Dr. Blue is that he's not just like some guy who's doing this on the side. He works for a university research thing. Mm -hmm. Right. So this is his, field of research, right? Like whatever Bruce Banner was working on in terms of like gamma rays and, and blood and all the rest, th they're very nicely cagey about it, which I like, so yeah. we don't have to get into the details. But like, so Bruce and uh, Betty weren't the only two people working on this. No. Like he's got expertise and has been working with this, which is why he was able to help Bruce out, right? So it's not like, just getting rid of Bruce's blood takes you back to zero and nobody can ever use this again. The science is out there, you know? This and might it's exactly what he was doing. If he didn't think yes. he was making this for weapons, then what did you think you were doing this for? Right. And Which is maybe what this guy wants to do and further. Exactly. He says, like, we could prevent yeah. disease. We can. No one would ever get sick again. And you're like, yeah. And that's kind of like the, you know, it's the Pandora's box of the scientific community, which is everything um, cuts both ways right? Um, fire can provide heat. It can also burn your home down, right? Um, plastic can make some strong, durable materials, but it also pollutes the oceans. Like there's, there's this, you know, nuclear power can destroy cities. It can mm -hmm. also run power plants. Like it's, it's, everything is a double-edged sword. So to say like, they want to use it as a weapon. Everything's been used as a weapon. True. Oh, so sad. Yeah. <laughs> you invent the wheel and the next guy, like, you know, someone made a chariot, a war chariot, you know, like it's not, mm. you invent a point of stick. It's like, this is going to really help us hunt. And then you get fucking stabbed in the throat <laughs> and get your hunt stole. You know, like that's uh science. I didn't actually give too much thought on Dr. Blue, but like now I'm real deep into defending. <laughs>
I thought you might be. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I wanted to bring it up. But yeah, no, he, I think he's super defensible. And it's, again, if you're not in line, these two characters should be in line to me. They should. Yeah. yeah. Bruce is widely unreasonable in his expectations of other people uh, to be like moral, like to rise to his level of moral. Um, yeah, he, it just feels like he, he thinks, okay, I can only have this, only I can control that or whatever. Yeah. Only I can deal with this. You have to trust me to get rid of it. So strange. Very I strange. would have stayed at the lab for sure. <laughs> Let's get this out of me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yes, yeah. yes. I also want to defend Leonard Ty Burrell's character, uh, Betty's, uh, I guess, boyfriend that she mm-hmm. ditches. Okay, yeah. Because like he turns them in, and I was like, that is absolutely the right move. Oh, yes. And he calls <laughs> Roz a piece of shit to his face, but he's uh-huh. just like, so you just got left by a woman mm-hmm. who went back to her piece of shit boyfriend that ditched her five months ago and he still cares enough about her to be like i need to kind of rat on her because she's in an unsafe situation so even though she'll never forgive me and even though really we're over with i need i love her enough to make sure sure she's okay is i think her whole his whole motivation oh absolutely which is very admirable right? yeah at no point to, and pl- just look at his face i know ty burrell <laughs> He's so fun. I don't know what it is about him, but like from uh, 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 Modern Family or whatever, I'm just like, just that sarcastic way you talk in the case. Like, yeah, yeah, Yeah. sign me up. No, I'm I'm into it (laughs) for sure. Did you have anything uh, else on our villains, heroes, other people? Nope. I guess, guys, it's time for our rankings of the villain. I will be ranking uh, Abomination, of course. Now, uh, for my ranking, (laughs) I'm basing this off of the fact that I think it's unfair that Hulk is called the Incredible Hulk. <laughs> okay, I don't like that. Okay, I don't think that's fair. So, um, so I'm gonna give the abominations some other names. So, from uh, the stupendous abomination, Love it. from uh, what I think is maybe one of the worst sounding ones, which is the tight pants abomination. <laughs> It just sounds so fucking weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you hear that coming, you're leaving. (laughs) You're leaving that party. Okay, you're leaving that party. I'm going to give him the hairless abomination. Because he kind of seems like he's just mad about other shit. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Oh, that's great. Love me some adjectives. Uh, so I've got the, uh, to celebrate Bruce Banner, I've got the toxic masculinity scale. Ooh, okay. Yeah. So on his, so, and I'm obviously, I'm doing General Ross. Mm-hmm. Um, so on a scale of punching holes in drywall uh, to uh, th- uh, thinking that eating vegetables is for pussies. Uh, <laughs> I don't think I've heard that one. Uh, maybe that's what I invented myself. But like, I imagine there's someone out there being I like, like I don't even yeah. fucking broccoli. Uh, uh, I'm going to give General Ross a uh, not cleaning your own butt because you think it's gay. Oh, uh, smokes. Yeah, yeah. Because sure, there's an asshole involved, uh, but you've got to deal with it when you're leaving a messy trail everywhere. Oh, my. Oh. Oh. Oh, Craig, you came with a real different energy I, today, sir. I'm sorry. <laughs> I did. I felt it as soon as I said. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, guys, before we get to our heroes and villains of the week, as always, there's a couple of ways you can uh, help out the podcast. If you guys want to follow us, we are on Twitter. You can follow us at VWR Podcast. On Twitter, you can follow us at The Villain Was Right on Facebook. If you want to email us, right at gmail.com. Get in 
our email box. I don't even know what I was going to Email us. E- email <laughs> us. That's what I meant to say. I was about to say DMs. I was like, I don't think that translates to email. Yeah. Um, <laughs> They're all DMs. They are email. all DMs. I, oh man, I really derailed this. Uh, <laughs> No, anyway, keep going. No, okay. Uh, so many other things you can do. Uh, <laughs> and of course, if uh, if you enjoy the podcast and you maybe want to uh, help support us financially, you can do that. We are on Patreon, patreon.com slash the villain was right. And that is a monthly subscription service where you get rewards for uh, contributing money to help with the production costs of the podcast. So at our top tier level, uh, $7 a month gets you two bonus episodes every month. Um, we're coming up on March, uh, and uh, my pick for uh, next month is going to be, um, or is it this month? I forget when this episode comes out, <laughs> is uh, Werewolves Within, uh, which is a fun little movie. You haven't seen that, so check that out. Um, as well, uh, you get to vote on our Audience Choice episodes, get early release of episodes uh, two, two days early, Tuesdays rather than Thursdays. Um, so if you got uh, some, uh, some cash and you want to help us out, absolutely. If not, thank you so much for for listening. Uh, thank you for telling your friends about us. And uh, thank you for uh, liking and reviewing and subscribing and all that stuff. Uh, you guys are the best. And now it is time for our heroes and villains of the week. Uh, I got a hero this week. Nice. So I, got, I got a hero this week. Um, I thought there is there is nobody who is more invested in this than our listeners. <laughs> um, okay. So I am finally providing an update. Um, I will say I waited a couple days to confirm this was true. I fixed my internet, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) I finally got the Wi-Fi working in our house. It is, I am declaring success. I'm hoping this isn't going to be the George W. Bush mission accomplished thing and it's going to come back to bite me in the ass. Uh, But I was finally able to figure out what was up with our Wi-Fi. It was the router the whole time interacting with a bad modem. So I just, you know what? I hate it that this is the solution. I just paid money and got the top of the line mesh Wi-Fi thing, got the Eero system or whatever, and it's just worked perfectly. Nothing, we don't lose our phones on the network anymore, our printer still works again, like, just everything has been solved, and like, the, the, the slow simmer (laughs) (laughs) that has been uh, my experience with Wi-Fi has just like died down so much nicely over the last couple days, and I'm I'm just real happy I finally got it, everybody. Congratulations. Mission accomplished. Greg versus technology. Yeah. <laughs> Good job. Hell yeah. I've got a, I also have a hero this week. I was nice. like, you know what? I've been real negative lately. I want, I want to feel some positivity. So uh, for whatever reason, I was thinking about this story this week and I thought, oh, this is a fun one to tell. I, so this is you know, years ago, years and years and years ago. This was like, oh, I don't know. I was maybe like 17 or something. Um, I was uh, dating a guy and he was like, oh, I want to take you out on a date. I want to take you out on a little picnic. I'm like, that's a, that's a, that's an adorable date. That's so cute. Right. This is when I lived in Lindsay. There's like a lot of little like park hats and like, you know, or just like a little, almost like a feel where it's just like, this is a park hat, but nobody mows the lawn. It's crazy. Anyway. So, uh, we went down to, yeah, one of these little park hats and for whatever reason, and to this day, I cannot figure out why because i've never said this to a human being in my freaking life but we're getting out of the car and maybe it was just because the grass was so tall or i don't know some sort of visual cue or something i just said are you sure you have your keys 
And he said, yeah, I'm sure I have my keys, right? And I don't know, I, it, it, again, to this day, I do not know why I said that. I've never said that to a human fucking being in my fucking life. Okay, I never care if you have your keys. That's your problem. <laughs> okay, that is absolutely your problem, sir. Um, anyway, so we have like this nice little day, whatever. And we're going to leave. And he goes, you won't believe this. I've lost my keys. I don't have my keys. I can't find my keys, right? So we're like freaking out because it's like right so we're we're digging around like i'm like i'm shaking this blanket out i'm like whatever we're looking every all our pockets. i'm looking in my you know when you look in your pockets and yeah, you know yeah, you yeah. haven't touched the thing they're talking about so like i'm doing that shit we're like fuck okay so we like these keys are gone okay they're they're absolutely gone we're like shit luckily we weren't like crazy far we were like 2k from my house like no you know what i mean like a very re- easy reasonable walk not a problem right but the sun's going down yeah okay? <laughs> And it becomes a lot more difficult. Like, we're like, what the fuck do we do? I'm like, I don't know. Let's walk back to my house. You know who loves problems? (laughs) My dad. (laughs) And I know this sounds insane, (laughs) but my dad loves when there's weird little problems like this because he's a man that only contains creative solutions, okay? He wants to come in here and see what do we... He I swear to God, so I get home, okay? At home with this guy, and I'm like, okay, we lost our keys. My dad's eyes light up. He's elated that there's a problem. Okay, he's so excited. <laughs> Something's happening that's not the regular shit we do every day. I get it. Yeah, no, totally. My dad goes, okay, no problem. Let's uh, let's get up. He's he, so now my dad's in his back shed grabbing. Um, I don't know if you've ever worked construction. Um, they have these large magnets that you drag on the ground to collect nails once you're done a job. Okay, yeah. So, you know, you don't puncture any tire or whatever, right? You sure. don't, you could have, if you're doing a roof, you could have loose nails around, no question, right? These things can, it just happens. So they have these big, long magnets that you can drag along the ground. So my dad's packing these magnets up. He's like, we're going, we're doing it. He's so excited. So now we drive back. Now it's me, my entire family, and this man. <laughs> Dragon magnets across the field as the sun is going down. <laughs> Luckily, I think I honestly think it was my dad that found them. I can't hundred percent remember, but my dad found. He was like, "Got the keys!" He's so fucking pumped. Nobody was mad. Nobody was mad. We were, everybody was so excited to go find these fucking keys. <laughs> Finally, a use for my. <laughs> yes. <laughs> He was so excited. Magnets. Anyway, so my dad's my hero of the week for finding those fucking keys. That's great. I love that. That's a. I don't know. Oh, that's a, such a visceral image of like dragging magnets yeah, across uh, a field. Just a field. <laughs> oh, oh man, that was super fun. Absolutely uh, love that. And I do not know why to this day that I asked him if he had his fucking keys. Because so strange. You just know. Yeah, like I don't know, man. It was just I think it was because the grass was so tall, and I just felt like a place where you would lose your fucking keys. Anyway, um, that's it for me, guys. As always, uh, you can uh, follow me at Rebecca Reads on any platform of your choosing. I will also. I this is so strange. I don't know if we have any listeners in Moncton, <laughs> New Brunswick, but I'm going to Moncton. I'll be there uh, from I think the 23rd to the 26th. Uh, doing a bunch of bar shows with Hubcap Comedy Festival. So you can check me out there if you want um, for the couple of, maybe? <laughs> I don't know if we have listeners in Moncton. Anyway, uh, I'll be there. So you can check me out in Moncton. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And you can follow me at Craig Fay Comedy on Facebook, Twitter. And uh, by the way, I just dis- discovered that uh, people have been direct messaging me on Instagram. Uh, so if you've done that, sorry. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Ha <laughs> <laughs>
All right, guys. Well, uh, this is uh, this has been us this week. Next week, it's going to be audience choice. So it's all up to you, patrons. You know what to do. I'm very excited to see what that's going to turn out to be, guys. Uh, and this is The Villain Was Right, reminding you to just breathe. <laughs> The Villain Was Right is produced by Andrew Ivamy as part of the From Superheroes Network. For more great podcasts like this, as well as webcomics, articles, and so much more, visit FromSuperheroes.com.